0: hello and sh- welcome, sh- and sh- sh- sh-
1: welcome sh- sh- to the Minnesota Sports Variety Show we've got opinions and now we got a platform we are here on Friday night I'm in uh, Chan Minnesota and I got my co-host and my buddy David Zeller, uh, Texas Zeller at of St. Paul's, uh, what's, how's it going, David?
0: Uh, good, good. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just a, a normal day here in St. Paul, it's a little later. Kids are in bed. So that's, that's good. No, no, uh, meltdowns from the children yeah, generally. <laughs> at, at is good. so, Yeah, man, it's I'm, I'm knock on wood. <clears throat> Liverpool plays at six 30 in the morning. So I'm gonna be getting, oh, up, uh, heading over to the bar to watch that, uh, in about, uh, 10 hours. So uh yeah you're I you're committed it, you're committed i i, I don't am. i don't do the stoke ones usually like i'd say
1: 7 30 is maybe the cutout like i'll 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 maybe get the second half of the game but yeah i i did it when i first started i would do it but i just i don't have the commitment yeah anymore i okay. i'm
0: a, I'm, a, I'm more of a yeah I, i'm more of a glutton for punishment although there's normally west would open the black heart for games this early but um they're playing wolves and wolves have a, a pretty good oh, okay. i'm friends with a bunch of the wolves fans and they have contingent. a really have like seven or eight um people come to the blackout regularly watch games oh, so yeah that's solid you got his uh you <laughs> got his, or, his early morning uh, saturday bartender to open up even a little funny. bit earlier for us so yeah coffee and, and maybe some donuts and watch liverpool and be done with uh by soccer watching by eight thirty in the morning so
1: that's funny i um i went a few years back um everton was playing um, stoke city and uh it was i think we were at the local and mj invited me to his little toffees group or whatever and um i was the only one in a stoke city shirt and they they beat us i don't think it was too bad i think it was maybe like a 2-1 it was something pretty respectable but then it, it was like um embarrassing after they were like could you take our like t- our photo of our big group or whatever and i'm just like the sad loser yeah. of the, the game but um
0: whatever. It, was, it was fun yeah yeah it's american it's american epl fans and we're generally good natured and there's yeah, not the, yeah. the hatred rivalries like liverpool everton no no it's, yeah, man city menu it's like we all get along so <clears throat> i mean literally the yeah, no, liverpool, sure. liverpool supporter group bar is actually the is brits over in um downtown minneapolis oh yeah yeah i know they share that with chelsea and a couple other supporter groups as well so yeah yeah, yeah there was be-
1: different like bundesliga get you know supporters groups were there and different things it was yeah it was really cool i i enjoyed it um all right well let's get into it we got a pretty uh, hefty schedule today but i do want to ask you one question though why are you? I know. I think you've told me this before, but why are you Texas Zeller? What is it? What's the Texas?
0: That is actually are you a allowed story, to say. So, okay, yeah, just give. No, no. have... It's very, very the very very short version of it. If you want to get the, we can do the the long version sometimes. But basically, it was a nickname I got in college was Texas. Okay. Um, the story is actually about how I got that nickname. It's a pretty funny story, and then um. Uh, but you know, my name is David and there's, you know, around people my age, you know, I'm in my early forties, there's yeah. lots of Davids um, in that. So mm-hmm. literally on the ultimate Frisbee team I played on in college, there was like three other Davids. So we all, a lot of, all of us just basically had nicknames. And so, um, I had gotten this nickname in college and it's from college. And basically I was like, all right, cause you're, you're gonna call me Zeller. Everybody called me Zeller or whatever. I was like, call me Texas. <laughs> number one, number one, because you know, it gives me three different names people can call me on. So like for isolation plays, like in the end zone or whatever, uh, like, like if, if, you know, there's no other Davis, they can call David I would go, or they could call Texas or whatever. And so, yeah. um, then when I got like my Gmail account, um, I just went with Texas Zeller as just my, but the actual story about how I got <clears throat> the nickname Texas and literally I have people in my life who do not know my first name. They only know me <laughs> as Texas um, or Tex. So that is a it's an. No. I'll Somebody I'll tell that story. So. Okay.
1: Yeah. My my um, fraternity president in uh, in college was a was a Tex also, and um, it was just a nickname from him. And I'm not even sure where his came from. But my my freshman year, they called me Minnesota because Minnesota was really foreign, being at a school in Amherst, in like Western <laughs> Massachusetts. Like right. nobody knew where it was. Like Americans are, like universally bad with geography and Very and bad, people. Yeah. yeah, and people like in Boston they're really kind of like, they think that like only like Boston and New York and like London and Paris like exist as cities and like everybody's like flyover country basically, you know? (laughs) And so some people had been to LA or, you know, they had been to Miami or maybe Chicago, but other than that, they didn't know where anywhere was. And people would always ask me like, oh, Minnesota, like, is that close to Alaska and stuff like that? And it was just so bad, but it was super annoying. So my freshman year in the dorms, I was Minnesota, but then when I joined the fraternity, start. i was always grady at eden prairie because there was a million erics and we all went by our last names as well so they started calling me shady grady and then i was just shady so for a long time my, my nickname was just was just shady and then you know eminem wasn't popular <laughs> anymore and i moved away and i got to take my name back but there, i played soccer on my soccer team i've played in that league for like 20 years now there was people for like a decade that thought that my first name was grady and then when somebody new would join the team i'd introduce myself as eric and they'd be like. Wait, what was that? And I'm like, yeah, like my name's Eric. And they're like, You've answered to Grady for that. Like, I swear your yeah. name is Grady. I'm like, oh, it's my last name. You know, it's also a first name or whatever. So All right, we'll have to have a show on uh on your nickname someday because we'll get the, yeah. the good story. All right. Well, um, so coming off of um onto the sports, um, we were at a, a going away party for for my boss last night. So we were out in Plato, Minnesota, beautiful house, and um we were watching the game. That's where I watched the beginning of the game, and um it started off like good and bad the vikings defense was looking pretty stout but we just kept fumbling and it's basically been the same story through two games another you know four turnovers and sack fumble and uh, just going off the top of my head, Madison fumbled, um, JJ tried to extend the ball at the one and fumbled through the end zone, which is a stupid rule, by the way, you can fumble the ball out at like the half yard line, and you just get it back at the half yard line. But God forbid you fumble into the end zone, then the other team gets the ball 20 yards out. It just it doesn't make any sense. I could see like, maybe it being a penalty. I don't even know why I probably would just spot it where the ball went into the end zone from but like yeah but then you, the that is, offense to get the ball at like the 10 or the that, 20 That's that is very one of, strange.
0: That, is, that is one football rule i'm not i do not quite understand why um no, fumble it out of the end zone it even if you've crossed the plane you know like yeah it's either should be an incomplete pass or yeah like you can't yes yeah, so i understand not wanting to give them a touchdown if, if you know the ball gets knocked out of their hands but it's like if you take just go back step, to
1: where the infraction started yeah but if it went out at the you know the point
0: one if you yard dig, line like, then they get that, it like, there yeah the foot is line. over the line and yep. then the ball gets knocked out it's not i know it's just weird so yeah People yeah, it depends where you're
1: holding the ball. They have the imaginary right. line that, you know, it goes off into infinity and all that crap. I mean, football has the most complicated goddamn rules, but
0: maybe anyway, we'll the to, line was we'll, bad again.
1: Maybe we will have to We've do a draft where
0: we, where we eliminate <laughs> one rule or something. We don't we don't add rules or we don't change rules, we just take We, we got to take the yeah. rules away yeah.
1: instead. Uh, yeah, I yeah. like oh god, there'd be so many rules I'd want to take away in football. Um And then, oh, the other one now lately is that these, they're letting these uh, tackles kick out so early. I mean, they're letting them kick out like half a second early. And um, I swear, Bakhtiari with the Packers started it like three to five years ago. And now everyone in the league is doing it. They're lining up with, they're lining off way offside to begin with. Your, Your midsection of your body is supposed to be through the guards like body or something like that. And they're lining up like Two yards deep, so that their head is barely in line with the guard's ass, and then they're kicking their right leg out early. And so by the time the defensive end comes around, you've got all this space. I mean, that already the offense has all the advantages. I, I don't. Apparently, they the leagues reviewed it and they think it's okay, but I think it's really it's not good. It's basically like they have the deal where they the the. The, the ump or the ref looks at the clock and he has to see zero and then he looks back at the ball to see if it snapped and so basically you get like an extra half second because this idiot has to go look at the clock physically and then look back on it like football has all these rules where there's just like it's not exact enough for a sport that's like you know they'll still like pull out the big chain and then like the guy is just judgment of where he puts the ball and for so many years my brother's like why don't they just put a damn microchip like in the ball and anyway football's frustrating like that but um and going back to my frustrated. no my no kicker rule there's their kicker kicked like a 61 or 65 yard field goal and just these these guys can kick from a million miles away nowadays and it's it's just super annoying you only have to move the ball like 50 yards to get three points but anyway it was it was an annoying game again the line is the lines banged up again the line can't hold up we can't run block We we ran for like two yards a carry i heard today that um dalvin is only getting 0.95 yards before contact and the league average is like 2.2 or something so he's getting hit like a yard early and he's not getting anything out of it he's averaging like two and a half yards a carry and the league average is like three and a half or something so can't run the ball can't pass block um kirk still played really good um it was not kirk's fault um He shouldn't get any slack, you know, slack for this. The defense played good in the first half. They played good for a while. Um, they got some stops late, but they still got gashed for big plays. They got beat for like a 63-yard touchdown and like a 54-yard touchdown. I mean, they're still getting over the top. And um, I don't know. Ivan Pace Jr. played really well. Um, I saw that uh he was the second ranked pro football focused player on the defense. So for a rookie that's really impressive, an undrafted rookie. Uh, cincinnati so there 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 was some bright spots bright spot but uh there was a lot of a lot of negativity we're 0 two and that's a pretty low chance of making the playoffs they're gonna have to turn this thing around like like right now and um schedule doesn't get a lot easier we got kansas city coming up and you know it's um it's gonna be it could be a rough year but one um one positive that we can kind of do a little segue into here is that if it keeps going sideways like this, we'll probably be drafting high. And what, does the, what do the Vikings need during this uh, rebuild that was supposed to be a competitive rebuild is a quarterback. And I saw a mock draft the other day that had the Vikings selecting with the number 10 pick, the quarterback that we are going to play, we being Gopher fan that you and I are, um, tomorrow at 2.30 is the University of North Carolina. Now, typically, when you think of Carolina, you think of what sport, David?
0: Well, I think of uh, women's soccer, number one. But <laughs> okay. I think a lot of people think of, bas- think, think of, yes. people think of basketball. 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 Tobacco say, Road, Duke in say, North Carolina. I'm gonna say you don't think Kirk O'Chains is gonna be the uh, the this, the savior for Minnesota the Minnesota Vikings? I do, know I do not know Kirk O'Chains. I think that's so I no. think that's hilarious. But
1: I um I I like I like Kirk. He's played a lot better. Um he's you know, he's right around a top. 10 you know 9 10 11 quarterback in the league now i think he's he's been solid but the problem is is that they can't get a deal done he wants he wants a lot of money and and when you lock up that kind of money i mean kirk's gonna want big big money right and if you lock up that kind of money then we have so many holes in our roster how can we sign all these guys right we're gonna need to sign jj wants a record deal for a non-quarterback in the league his group is his agent is saying so how are we going to sign jj and sign kirk and be able to we need more help on defense we don't we're not you know uh being able to tackle up the middle um like they just gashed us for runs i mean harrison phillips had a lot of tackles and so did um jordan hicks but i think our second leading tackler was a cornerback or a safety so they were getting to the second level so our defense needs help our line i mean guards only udo is out for the season now with a quad injury or something and that was our backup to begin with so we're on backups on backups of we need you know linemen the center still hurt so it's i don't know i think that it's lean it's looking more like i mean we're two games in but it's looking more like there's going to be a total rebuild here and anyway so if they do get a high draft pick they would be looking quarterback and apparently um this uh tar heels quarterback is a is a high um is a, will be a high pick in next year's draft uh, they had the vikings taking him at at number 10 and um uh the tar heels are off to a really good start they were um pre-season. they were ranked i think they were ranked 17th they're ranked 20th now um they apparently had a thrilling victory against app state uh career night from their running back omerian hampton that's a cool name and that this quarterback is drake may so i'm excited to see um drake may Play! I'm excited to see how the Gophers can do against them. There was at one point in time in the Gopher history, we paid like 500 or 800 thousand dollars to get out of a game with North Carolina because we were afraid of playing good non-conference games. So I got was.
0: believe that was Jerry the Jerry kill era I was, believe I think,
1: that was Jerry kill yes I think it was so Tim, I give them Tim, props
0: for actually playing the games that have been scheduled and not being it was, fucking pussies it was, Tim, it was Tim Brewster I think who like was <laughs> the one who wanted the schedule Wanted. I know way too much about gopher football um I think I I blame John Martha for um and his brother Dave for that listening to the sportive podcast oh, um I love yeah Marthaller. I believe it was Tim Brewster who, who who got yeah got North Carolina on yeah we paid them that was like half a million dollars to get out of that get yeah out of that contract so yeah, um, that be- was funny.
1: They're like this was not for basketball. This was for football. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but in, but yeah. they, they have
1: been decent. They have been decent over yeah. the last
0: few years. Yeah, they're yeah, they're definitely not a, a <clears throat> known for football, but yeah, they they yeah, they have been good for the last few years. Um I mean, I kind of joked, joked about uh, their their women their women's college uh soccer, but that women's college soccer team is really fucking really really freaking good and they 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 put a lot <laughs> of players into the <clears throat> not just in the uh, NWSL, <clears throat> but also around the around the world. Um Those Uh,
1: mid-Atlantic teams are good at soccer, man, men's and women's all of your Virginia's, um, you know, Maryland, um, whatever, just like that whole kind of mid-Atlantic region is like a, that's a pretty big soccer and lacrosse.
0: And yeah, and we'll see on the Gophers. I mean, they haven't, um, it's, they're playing a good team. Um, This is kind of a weird year for them because they have what they have both. Like Penn State and North and Ohio State on their on the schedule. So it's not gonna be an easy schedule. And I don't believe PJ Fleck is very good on the road, but I could mistake. No, for
1: that no. One. it's a he's 0 and eight on the road against ranked opponents since he took oh, over okay. in two thousand seventeen. So they never think, um they have never played he, UNC because we bailed yeah. on the last game, but uh I don't
0: think he's very yeah, good. Yeah, on the road it would generally. be a big upset. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I'm hoping that they can be competitive. But, yeah.
1: We'll see. So I, I'm excited to see it. It's a good test. I, I hopefully, I hope they let Kelly, Kelly mass throw the ball and um, I just, I hope, I hope they make a game out of it. You know, I hope, I hope it's not a laugher. So go play them tough. Nobody's expecting you to win. Give, give them a game and So it's fun. Gonna go watch that with my dad tomorrow, and then try to play some frisbee golf after. So, Skyuma, my friend Skyuma. Okay, so um, my friend Carrie asked me. um, I said, "Well, you know, what would you want to hear on the podcast?" And she said, "What about Coach Prime, right?" And um, so we're talking neon Dion here. Um, uh, one of the greatest two sport athletes of all time that we talked about, I think last week or the week before, and he went from, uh, Jackson state, I believe it was, was doing really well with that program and the Colorado university of Colorado Buffaloes, they, they, they have had some good seasons over the years, but mostly they have not been a Not great football school years, in a while <laughs> yeah it, it was a while back years. in like i think we're yeah. talking like 80s early 90s yeah so they do yeah. have some
0: legacy of football but it, it's been a long time um and uh they have a, a <laughs> cool ass stadium like they have you ever have you have you seen their like that's right in the mountains there in boulder it's 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 a really cool i mean the, yeah the, the campus is gorgeous as well obviously and campus is awesome lots of really good recreational drugs to be found around, <laughs> around the school. But um, yeah. I was really impressed up. with Pearl Street when we visited there. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Very
1: artsy, very like, um, you know, uptown vibes. Like I dug it. I remember we went into like a a glass art shop and whatever. And they had like um, Neil Young, like the needle and the damage done playing in like this high end, like glass shop. And I was like, oh, this place is like, got some air of cool to it. Like it was, you those know, are, a lot of street performers and stuff. Eric, those, and, were,
0: those were, those were gigantic bongs you were looking at, bud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: probably. Probably. No, no, not with the price tags that were on these things. I don't know. It was art. Um, but anyway, coach, coach, Eric, Prime, um,
0: smoke out of, you know, so. art, yeah.
1: smokeable, smokable art. <laughs> Uh, it's all it's all legal now and well, what has been for a while there um so anyways so the school like the, the the school was one in ten last year just like laughing stock dion takes over and he pretty much wipes out the entire team there's there's 10 players 10 scholarship players that are back from last year's the 2022 roster so um they have 86 new players basically nowadays with transfer portal and all this it's it's much easier people don't have to sit out and whatnot so you can just start your you know school over like this prime you know dion's got a huge name he's a huge draw um and uh he got uh, tons of kids from you know high school obviously big recruits junior colleges even got players other from the sec to come transfer to his school so um he had uh nine players followed in from jackson state and that was led by shadur his son sanders who is their starting quarterback um i i, I hear great things about him. I've only seen a couple highlights. Um, uh, You know, I listened to one national show and they went on and on and on about him. So I'm excited to see him play at some point. I don't watch a ton of college football, which is kind of funny because I really love um, a college football podcast called the shutdown full cast. And it kind of makes me want to watch some more college football just because I like that podcast so much. But I don't I don't watch a ton. I just I mainly just watch like the Gophers. But um, that's definitely I feel like just to like see how it's going there it's just it definitely is intriguing to me um and they started off really well they um also have a cornerback who was the number two overall recruit in last year's class travis hunter um they beat tcu who was ranked 17th at the time and then they went in and beat nebraska which isn't too impressive because i mean the gophers beat nebraska but still everybody it's a Nebraska. Everybody <laughs> was nebraska. Um, this week they got their their in-state rival colorado state good old um fort collins Um, I've been up there too. It's it's pretty up there too. A lot of good hiking and a lot of good uh, recreation up there. But um, anyways, the rest of their schedule is all Pac-12 opponents. Um, Back-to-back games. They have to go to uh, Eugene, Oregon, take on the Ducks, and then they're back home in Boulder to host uh, USC Trojans. So I mean, those are two huge games for them. That'll be a a real test. But as of now, um, yeah, uh, they they so sorry, six of seven um, total AP top. 25 opponents they'll face this season and the first one was tcu in week one so they they just have a, a hell of a schedule so if if dion can get it done with this schedule i mean shit they'll be in the uh they'll be in the playoff for sure so i mean it's yeah. it's, it's early but uh
0: I, yeah let's, it's let's, impressive. Let's, pump the, let's pump the brakes there for a second my question i so i have a couple things 1 in um,
1: 10 to beating a ranked team though that i mean to beating the 17th ranked team that's yeah that's a big, i mean when you when you. Could,
0: When you completely revamp your roster, I mean, that's one of the benefits of the portal, right? It's also one of the drawbacks for, I mean, it's also think about all those kids that he basically, I know. So he went in there and basically told a bunch of kids, like, you're not going to be playing for me. You should go into the transfer portal. So, yeah, I'm sure. um, So that's, that's gotta be, you know, um, devastating to those kids who maybe wanted to play at Colorado. Right. And again, Chose to go to Colorado so they could play football, and then they have to go find another place to play. They have to move, so it's there's mm-hmm. that. You know, he is kind of. A, I mean, there's very much mercenary vibes. I'm wondering how long he actually stays at Colorado. I would be surprised if he's at Colorado. If they do really well, not long. Yeah, years. probably. He's at Jackson State for two years, I believe, and then it, it wouldn't surprise me if he um, gets the gets a you know like an SEC job either Alabama, the next um, big thing, FSU or or something like that. Yeah. Once they, you know, fire their coaches, I mean, or Saban <laughs> decides. Saban decides to step down. Alabama. Yeah, lost. he he's They're unfireable. There.
1: He'd have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, he, but then I think the other but, thing, the other thing you did mention about this particular game is Colorado. I was reading something about Colorado State's their their team is fucking weird man they have like a 33 year old dude who's got three kids um <laughs> what on the, on he had the, some yeah. eligibility left yeah it's it's like a fuck it's like you ever watched the movie um uh necessary roughness with uh kathy oh, Ireland yeah, of course
1: yeah yeah P-Bad yeah and,
0: and um yeah uh, what's that's uh scott uh scott bacula is that it's the like, one
1: where they got in trouble for laying in the street and they had to pull that part out of the movie because a kid got like run over was that necessary I, roughness or was that I, the, or was that uh the game or uh, something oh no,
0: that was that was the game or the program or whatever i think that was the program, the
1: program the program yeah yeah
0: it was a comedy with yes yeah, with sinbad yeah yeah got back and the, the teacher was, and ended up being a yeah,
1: stripper or something right wasn't the teacher like a stripper in one part? Was
0: that, uh that, i think i i'm not sure was that the program that was, again. again i think that might have been the program which is we should god damn it that, that'd actually be a fun that'd be a fun um like sort of re- rewatch like, watch watch together <laughs> uh mock that movie because the program was fucking it's insane man i sorry but um yeah it's (laughs) a really interesting uh, story as well i think colorado's gonna smoke him i think it's i don't think it'll be even close um most likely yeah i'm I'm curious to see where i mean they they basically signed him to like a gigantic contract colorado did without having any money to do it they basically said we will fundraise we will make we will raise the 28 million dollars to pay you just say yes, Jesus. and we'll figure it out. And then, and then, yeah, then like all of the boosters and everybody came through. So we're living in a whole new world when it comes to it um, is. It is. Well, sports, I hope the players are getting some of this money football, too with the yeah. NIL and
1: all that stuff because um, they deserve it. I mean, there's billions of dollars in college football, and so
0: yeah, well, I, I want the that, labor to get paid. There's a the talk of that USC kid who's the quarterback who they, everybody thinks is going to be the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Or if he doesn't get, if he doesn't, if the team who gets the number one pick doesn't he doesn't want to go there. He's like, why I still have eligibility and I'm making millions of dollars in NIL. Like I don't need to go leave at USC. I can, so that's, it's an interesting, interesting thing. And yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. Players, players
1: used to do it, but it was more so like a little bit of an empty threat and just kind of make them sweat that like, oh, I'll play another year and stuff like that. And maybe if they really they really thought the player was going to hold them to it. They might do a trade or something, but now it's like, listen, I also have like money coming in. Right. So it's like yeah. more of a, more of a true threat. But did yeah. you see what uh, Dion did today with the whole sunglasses
0: bit? No, no, I didn't. Oh, so
1: <laughs> apparently um, the coach of Colorado state uh, Rammies called uh coach. Jay Norville said, um, I don't know, but basically like, dion sanders is a clown for like always wearing sunglasses all the time so dion handed out uh at his surprise team meeting friday morning he handed out all of his kids um blenders sunglasses which uh dion has a line of sunglasses and he said um we're not gonna we're gonna kick their butts because it's personal it's going to be business but also pleasure they don't realize they just helped me with the business aspect so here you go prime yeah getting primed up all right all right that's enough on them um let's get back to minnesota and our twinkie dinks that are uh had a big win tonight well i don't know if they won but they had a huge grand
0: salami so i'm guessing that they probably did uh yeah games game is still ongoing as we speak but they last night checked they were beating uh uh, chicago six to two yeah i don't know man the twins are doesn't really matter they're gonna be the they're gonna they're gonna gonna win win the central division and they're going to win the central and then it's a matter of who they're playing in the um, wild card game or the wild card round, which will be either more likely Toronto, Texas, um, or Seattle with the, yeah, very a, a, a minor possibility that Houston might fall into that. If they, if they drop out of the winning, the, the um, AL West. So it's just a matter, now it's a matter for the twins of just getting healthy Um getting byron buxton to some level to play whether it's hopefully it's in center field uh getting you know guys like <laughs> kirloff and stuff back and then figure out what your their bullpen is going to look like and then what they're and then getting their starters uh set up so i think um sorry you what know, wanted... question it
1: with buxton what is it with buxton it's his, his hamstring knee what, what is his deal that keeps coming up that he, he's never you know, gonna be healthy
0: it's i i don't i don't even 100 percent know at this point um okay. I know they're worried. They're basic, they, like, they are worried about the knee. Um, they okay. obviously have, have been worried about concussions with him in the past, and and right. with Minnesota's right. history with you know yeah. baseball players and concussions. Obviously, Morno and Mauer. Yeah, Morno. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But then you have, have guys. But you have guys like Corey Koski and, and like things like that too. Like it's just there's a weird, a weird history of, of really good players and concussions here in Minnesota. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a knee thing I think with him. But again, at this point, because uh, he could swing a bat, he could run. It just they were worried about the playing center field so um who knows but yeah it's it's basically that it's, it's getting making sure the team is healthy and then figuring out what your rotation is going to look like um right now i don't mm-hmm. know pablo lopez uh over the last weekend threw like a really great <clears throat> seven innings um two run ball and then of course the team decided to not hit and he lost two to nothing but i think pablo lopez is their is their game one starter and so the i should also say the, the how the, the wild card series works it's a best of three all That's three right. games are played at the higher seed. And so as the as the central mm-hmm. division champion, um, the twins will host the lowest wild wildcard team. Oh, um the other come through are...
1: Minneapolis, baby. Target field.
0: Well, Houston did that not down. Long. Houston did that not yeah. long ago and and, and kind well, of that. with us. Um <laughs> and so th- so they have all three games at home. They just need to win two out of three, um, which is which is nice. Um but so it sounds like Pablo I mean, I would I would I would have Pablo Lopez as my number one starter. I would have Sonny Gray, um as my um my number two starter and then what I about the guy we you... saw
1: that guy that guy threw like freaking a uh, complete game shutout
0: when we went what happened to that guy uh, joe ryan yeah uh he's so he's gonna play he was hurt he got so it, literally after that game the next game he got he got shellacked and jesus do we, we curse he, him or what i don't know and then basically <laughs> he pitched like crap for like for like the next like six weeks um, finally, he went on the uh, injury reserve. Not like maybe about a month ago. He he just got back. Um, he's been pitching okay, <clears throat> but I think with I think for that third game, you go either him or Kent Maeda, and you basically have a very very short hook. So it's more of a bullpen game. It's not sure. going to be a not going to be a traditional. I mean, it won't be a traditional like or how that you know sort of like the the bullpen games where you start a, a pitcher for two innings or whatever. I think you you get put out Joe yeah. Ryan or Kent Maeda. Hope they can give you four, maybe five innings, and then you hope you know for the, the rest of your bullpen. And so that's the other question the Twins have. Um, their bullpen has been very inconsistent. Um, at some points, Emilio Pagan has been lights out, and then another points he is not. Um, See the flame thrower, throw, one the guy who throws like yeah, well, ninety-seven Juwan, or John Duran. He he's he's their closer. Um, he's okay. you know, hit triple digits. Okay, but there's been a few, yeah, there's a about a week and a half ago he he. Uh, threw like two out pitches and cost them a game against the the Cleveland against the guardians actually. Mm. Um, and then literally the next four games, he pitched four innings, gave up like one hit, no runs struck out like 10. Like, so he's the bullpen is very streaky. So you're just hoping that they can all get streaky together for, you know, a three, three and a half week run. Um, streaky
1: together or streaking together,
0: streaking and streaky both. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let's go. Uh, We need the naked guy back Redman. Um,
0: uh we don't need uh, red ass Mike Redmond. Um, but uh, the other interesting name for people for people who have been following it, Louis Varland um, has been was up here as a starter. Um, they pushed him down back down to AAA for a few weeks to sort of get him up to speed as a reliever. Hopefully for a playoff run here, he can throw really hard too. So he's a potential guy to look out for if as the, the season wind, uh, winds up here the next couple of weeks, um, if he's getting some important minutes, important innings you know say the sixth seventh and eighth um with you know with position you know in, in positions where the twins are need need a, need someone to shut them down or are trying to hold on to a lead so louis Varlone would be the one name i'd keep an eye on for the, the bullpen um because he also can go four or five innings too so if, he might be one of those he might be the bridge guy between um a joe ryan or kenta maeda and the rest of the bullpen in game three if they need to, if they need to go to, to a game three so
1: here we go, I'm excited for some playoff baseball. Um, okay, I feel like I gotta say a couple more things about the Vikings game, cause it's just eating on my mind and it's okay. like, okay. Justin Jefferson, amazing game, over 150 yards. He's on pace to break every record in the whole world. Fumbled at the one and he said, you know, it's a learning experience for me. KOC said they're not supposed to try to reach the ball across the plane unless it's fourth down. So technically that was a, a mistake according to the team rules, but you hate to fault a guy for like, trying to get a fucking touchdown but anyway uh jj's the man um it was frustrating to see our kick returner powell drop the kick that was a huge fumble um madison playing bad and fumbling that that's not good um i thought that the three uh the three sacks by daniel hunter was great it was good to see him get going again i i love that guy um, it was interesting how they're putting Hicks, Asamoah and Pace in the game together. All, it usually Pace and Asamoah were flip-flopping. Um Pace was mainly the spy on Hertz, and he did a really good job with it. Hertz, I think only ran for like 3 yards of carry or something. So there there was there was some good takeaways. Um Addison had another touchdown. That's uh two touchdowns. That's back-to-back touchdowns for Addison. So he looks good. That's our you know new young rookie receiver. So there there was some there were some good things, but um man, we, they just, they, and I think, you know, there's gotta be like a regression to the mean, like what, what's the opposite of it? Progression to the mean of, they, they can't fumble four times a game is like, they're not that bad. That's like unsustainably bad too. Right. So hopefully we, you know, the ball bounces our way and we stop putting it on the floor get some takeaways of our own so anyway or maybe i can win a, a fantasy matchup this week i didn't win either of my my games last week did you win fantasy last week
0: i don't even i don't know i didn't look <laughs> i didn't okay. yeah uh, a couple, had, couple had, last had, notes I had Tua Tagovailoa Tog- as as my third QB and my my. He, ridiculous he did really player. good, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he had like fifty yeah. points or like that, something insane. Yeah. So,
1: but
0: yeah, maybe, a lot of the I top
1: quarterbacks did junk and then kind of the next tier down had bigger games um and just a couple other notes uh like we said royce lewis hit his fourth grand slam in three weeks so that's incredible um and then one other item of note is that um it's the 50th anniversary of roberto clemente going into the hall of fame um he was the first latino that went into the hall of fame so they give out a roberto clemente award i think it's like a humanitarian award every year and that is coming up here um shortly as well so i'm excited for my cubbies to be in the playoffs too and some playoffs baseball the weather's starting to get crisp out there and it's like uh it's playoff time let's go um all right uh i'll try to wrap up a couple of last things um here in sports uh if you so this was a, a question put to me by my friend uh and ex coworker jay cry um we, we worked together at eton if where would an him and his brother were arguing about where would an mls all-star team finish in the epl and why and i i had some clarifying questions i said well would they get a chance to train together and he said yes they can train together for a preseason in this hypothetical so i was looking at some of like who would likely be our starters just to kind of refresh you of like what the level of an mls all-star team would be is kind of like your Hany Mukhtars, Jordan Morris, Christian Benteke, Kai Kamara, Zella Ryan Almeida, people like that. Obviously, I guess Messi would be like your flagship mm-hmm. player right now. Um, so uh, the last time our All-Star team just did play a EPL team, they got railroaded 5-0 by Arsenal. So that's just another statistical point for you. I I, kind of came up with a pretty wide range. I went back and forth and I was thinking somewhere in the 12th to 17th range. I feel like that lineup doesn't feel like a quite a relegation lineup to me, but I don't think it cracks the top 10. Um, I saw Dan Wade said that he thought that they could play for a Europa spot, that seems high to me when I was looking kind of the levels of those teams around there and their starters and just some of like the the, I was looking at some of the salaries and stuff like that Um, also like an all star team kind of by definition a lot of times isn't structured the way that you would want when you build a real team Um, I don't know I don't know what what what, what's your thoughts I kind of could I could make an argument to be more toward the middle or I can make an argument to be more toward the relegation end but I, I I don't I'd be surprised if they were playing for Europa what what there's, do you think
0: there's no way in hell this team is anywhere near this this team is nowhere near relegation um given with the parameters of they get they get a chance to train together for uh let's say a, a full let's say they get together you know June June 1st and basically have the entire month of June and July to get ready this team is easily qualifying for European spots um, I think the team is challenging for top four, if given all of the, the resources that they would have, the question is, I mean, the question is, 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 do you pick the manager first and let the manager pick the team or do you pick the team and then decide, okay, who is going to manage this team? Cause I think uh, unlike, um, I mean, I think we have, I, I think we don't, I think in simultaneously we give coaches too much credit and not enough credit. Right. Hmm. But you gotta think about a guy like Klopp, like. Klopp is not bringing, and and in, this is really de- highly identified when we have managers, teams that bounce around between different managers, right? Everton is a really good example of this. Is like, they bring in a guy, well, he starts bringing in his guys, but he can't bring in all of his guys right away. Um, and so then there's a hodgepodge of, of players who don't make sense with one another, and then that guy gets fired, and then they bring in a new guy who's got a different system, a different type of play. I think what you would do in this circumstance is you pick the manager, say, it's Tata Martino, and then you let Tata Martino pick the roster and and who he wants, because um, you're gonna. I think in much you know the movie and you know the um you know the Miracle on Ice, that movie with Patrick Swayze, Miracle. Like you know for for those of us who are of that age who weren't alive when you know Lake Placid happened. <laughs> But no, the story, right? He didn't pick the the best players in the in the in right league, in the world right. in in the U.S. college yeah. players. He picked he picked the best college players that fit the the system and the team. Yes, the so system. If you, yeah, if you do that and you give the team time to practice, like. Babelo Reynoso is coming off the bench on this team, right? And that dude, right, right.
1: But that's what I was kind of thinking, though, David, was that you couldn't really pick the best players you wanted. You had to take the All Stars, and there's kind of a lot of like name recognition and a lot of redundancy in those spots. I think to your point, if the coach could pick the team with who he wanted for a system that's a little bit that's a little bit well, different it, but just, also,
0: I mean I think that's, that's that's written I mean that should that is theoretically written, I mean that should be written in the hypothetical because if it's just like you, you get the all-star team from last year that's, and what, that's what I was it, thinking yeah you get the all-star oh, team that's, from last that's, that's, year that's yeah a whole other question I think that team is still easily easily you know in like 10 or 11 Me, middle that's not near 10 11, 10 or 11. yeah that's what I was thinking more like to,
1: I ten, I, yeah I, 10 11 12.
0: I feel like that's yeah I feel like yeah okay I guess if, that, if you're using if, if you're making if you're giving those parameters and everything, I think then, yeah, I guess that team specifically is probably sitting, yeah, 10th or 11th. I don't think- that Yeah, a lot of guys
1: would think they're fans. stars and like, are they going to be able to play together all right and all that, I mean, yeah. The, honestly, no, but if I you're just looking the, at, if you're looking at the money, the, Galaxy, the average DP, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was going to say the LA Galaxy or, you know, I mean, I think of the teams in the league, I think most of the teams in the top, sort of the top echelon of the league, like, the, you know, they say say are top six teams, like those teams are all going to, um, they'll be, the bottom half of that might be in the sort of a relegation battle, but I think a team like the LAFC with the players they have right now easily finishes clear of relegation. So I think, I mean, there are, and there's teams like Colorado, which I think would struggle to not get relegated from the championship. Right. So it's like, there's a wage, there's a wide swath. And I think Leagues cup showed us that there is, there's obviously, I think some good high end talent in the U S in the U S whereas there's still like, there's some, definitely some chaff, um, at the bottom of MLS.
1: I mean, there, there, there's a huge wages disparity, right? Like LAFC's 2023 wages is about 20 million a year, and Liverpool's is like 145 million this year. Tottenham, 246 million. Chelsea, 291 million. 422 Arsenal, 481 million. Man United. So, like, the average DP makes, I think, like two and a half million, I thought I read. So, if you've got, I don't know, 15, 20 players in the roster for easy math, um times you know three whatever three million each you're you're getting up towards this up towards this range right but if you just took like lafc they only spend 20 million as a whole team right so i just don't know I, i'd i be surprised i'd be I, I just not that wages are everything but that, that's a, you know, that's getting back to our conversation we had the one day of like how long does Brighton, Brighton, New Brighton on Hove or whatever, or the, you know, the, the seagulls and these teams, how are they able to stay in the top five to ten? Brighton, right, Hove so, and
0: Albion, get it right. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the ticket.
1: Right, New Brighton, Hove and Albion,
0: Hove. All right, Brighton, cool. Well, not, so not, we not, not, not New Brighton, just Brighton, Hove and Albion. I don't know. I like. It's not New Brighton, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a city around here named New Brighton, though. So, yes, yeah, exactly. Well, I thought it'd be funny if I combined the two. Okay. Um, all right. So, that we so we kind of tend to agree. We're so I was kind of more in the now that I'm thinking more on it, like 12 to 15 range, and you were kind of like 10 to 12. So, anyway, okay. That's that's our, uh, our, our hypothetical. If you got any other hypothetical situations, send them over to us. Um, I think we'll hit goal sellies next week we've been kind of heavy on the sports i do want to do one last sports thing though because this is too crazy and prescient in the I, news right now to pass I,
0: up Aesthetically, but... if you were a professional soccer player and, and needed minutes and wanted to go play in your rec <laughs> league would you punch somebody
1: <laughs> this is like totally something i would get in trouble for doing like i was so annoyed when i didn't play that much in like varsity my like junior and senior year that i kind of fucked around and got in trouble for like drinking and whatever and like was probably just like well yeah if i was playing more like i would try harder like this is this guy but i was like 17 and this is like a grown-ass man but um so, so yeah give us the uh give us the rundown yeah. of what this guy did
0: So the story is so the i i blanking on the name of the player but it's a montreal um uh club de foot montreal uh player so an mls player and I'm, you know, you're, I'm not sure how many people, I'm guessing people who listen to the podcast are not familiar, familiar with the nickname, the Montreal Meltdown. Um, that was the nickname we had for Montreal whenever whenever yep. they
1: came to Minnesota. That sounds familiar. They were the Impact before, right? The Impact at was the time. Was the old yeah. name? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anytime they came to Minnesota, there would be some crazy thing that would happen, right? Like they would That's get right. a red card right. for their yeah. players fighting each other. Like they literally got like a <laughs> double book because the goalkeeper and another player were fighting from the same team, right? They weren't throwing punches <laughs> at Minnesota players. They're throwing punches at themselves, right? They've had crazy situation with coaches, some complete and utter um, just in-game meltdowns against Minnesota. So we always refer to them as the Montreal meltdown. It's a, it's a fun little nickname. This story, however, is even crazier. Basically this player was not getting enough minutes um, during Matko
1: their- Hevik is his name, by the way. Matko Mealhevick.
0: Mat- yeah. Yep. So he decided he was going to go play in the, um, like the Quebec, uh, rec league. Um, but oh, it's under I think a it's, fake
1: name. Oh my God. What name yeah, did he under use? A, under oh, a fake name. Um,
0: fantastic. I think the funny the funny thing so this is like you know you know it's like kind of like the CSC version but it's like a higher level like it's like good amateur stalker yeah
1: like M A S L type level yeah yeah yes like, yeah M A S L a good one so that's, yeah, one, yeah. so but they have yeah. they
0: literally have like a website with pictures of the of people on there with stats and things like that. <laughs> it's, it's him anyway <laughs> this guy goes and plays two games he's got a um, he's got
1: a fake mustache on his yeah
0: <laughs> he, he yeah yeah like, <sighs> yeah he plays two games he he racks up like six goals and a bunch of assists um somebody and then somebody in the league's like wait a second that dude plays for the fucking montreal impact like he's a professional so soccer good. player and, so and reports him and then basically the, the league was like says okay clearly yeah you need to either play under your real name or you can't play in this league um and so of course he, he signed a contract i'm sure his contract says he cannot play soccer for anybody else right so he just he's basically declines to play the next game Uh, he's at there and he apparently gets into like an argument and the guy his his buddy the guy who brought him onto the team that he was playing on um you know basically was there and this guy's on the sideline and apparently swings and punches another player the story i read was it was like a um it was french translated to english so i'm not 100 sure but it said that mm. the other player that he hit was a woman so i'm not but I'm, oh, i what i can't, that can't i can't be I can't, right i can't be right because it, it was it was translated <laughs> from french but like even still he's at that high of a level i don't he, think he, he i don't hit think another, have, he he hit another player like uh, <laughs> that's it, crazy it, it, yeah and so and so yeah so we, this all just came out like literally like two days ago so like we still don't have all the details but talk about just an absolutely insane story man <sighs>
1: There there was one player. Oh, I think it was was it Mike Vick that used like a fake name when he did something and my buddy used to say it all the time. I can't remember it was. It was like like Bobby Idaho or like Ron Hawaii or something, but it's funny when um these players will try to like use fake names and stuff and it's like dude, you're pretty famous. Like you're like Michael yeah. Vick, it's not going to like well, like you can't put on a, you can't put yeah. on like a little hat, funny hat and be like ah oh. No, it's like when
0: we uh, got kicked out of that uh managing a baseball game and he came back and got <laughs> wearing like a fake mustache right it's like never gonna figure me out so yeah so if you ever are interested uh, um i think if you google montreal meltdown and like minnesota like montreal meltdown minnesota thunder you'll get a bunch of the stories from uh, all the crazy montreal crap that's happened to them um in and around or near minnesota so oh cool. so it, it, was, yeah. it was
1: it was ron mexico by the way that uh carlos danger and ron mexico i believe oh, were, oh no carlos danger was anthony weiner's nickname uh oh, that's, that's another right. famous nickname uh vix yeah. was ron mexico yeah ron my mexico. buddy used to always talk about ron mexico that's hilarious next time i talk right. to a hotel i'm gonna be ron mexico okay ron mexico. all right uh, getting away from uh in the last uh 10 minutes here getting getting away from sports um we've got a few things that we wanted to talk to you talk about um i don't know where, where would you like to start uh david i, I do want to hit this florida uh, news okay, well, story because i think start, it's fucking hilarious
0: let's start there then then depending on how things go you can you can tell me about this uh, this new series that you're super into but yeah let's start with florida because that is uh again talk about other crazy batshit stuff this is uh this is another one
1: so as we all know um school vouchers are, are the greatest things ever right and um you know, why would we send our kids to public schools when we can just pick the school we want and, you know, basically bankrupt our public schools. So, um, the great state of Florida thought it would be a fantastic idea to give people um, money to pay for uh, private or homeschooling for $7,800. Okay, I thought it was $8,000. $7,800. So, basically, there's a purchasing guide, right? So, there's certain things that you were supposed to uh purchase like learning supplies or whatever but if you had extra money left over after you could buy whatever the fuck you wanted apparently so people were buying for physical education they were buying trampolines swim goggles snorkels masks fins skateboards um, for i don't know if they're saying oh this is for i.t they were buying 55 inch televisions um though prohibited expenses would be video tv and online streaming services Um, And uh, but somebody also paid for admission to Florida theme park, but the tickets are for student admission only so you can just like take your kids to Disney World on a field trip, I guess. So anyway, it's just a it's just a fucking boondoggle. And um, I, I'm not against like I'm very pro public schools. I think it's really important to have strong public schools in America. I'm not anti private schools. I think there's a lot of good reasons to have private schools. But when you are pushing these voucher programs to this extent it's really exacerbates the issues that are out there and it's just people get so mad about taxes being misspent and it's just kind of like isn't it ironic don't you think <laughs> it's not it's worth noting the average annual tuition for a florida private school is 10k and florida's pretty cheap overall that's That's you know Florida's in a lot of parts of Florida, you you know money goes pretty far, so that's that's expensive.
0: Yeah, your thoughts. You said uh, this crazy story out of Florida, and I was like, well, I mean, that's literally anything that comes out of Florida these days is a crazy story. Um, the so the school voucher thing is particularly um something I'm particularly interested in care about now. As like you know, I've started have kids that are getting into school age and stuff and. Um, I don't believe that the, the voucher system started in Minnesota, but we were one of the first States that had something like this. Um, it might've been Wisconsin, or it was, I think it was an upper Midwest state. That was the first sort of like, um state that introduced vouchers <clears throat> as a way to sort of, yeah, help kids who wanted to go to, and originally it was like private, yeah, like private Catholic schools or, or private sure. you know, Jewish schools or things like that, where they couldn't you know they couldn't afford and, and they I can mean, be very expensive i know a lot of them yeah. have
1: scholarships and stuff but you can yeah. make an argument of okay but, they need some you know they're not getting whatever
0: the problem yeah. The, thing, yeah the thing was is that so these were like designed for like schools that already existed that had you know some pre-existing yes. history tradition and assets and things yes. like that and then and then of course you know with like with anything and you know it gets corrupted and then all of a sudden it's like all these people come out of the woodwork and th- this is the other thing with charter schools too like again i'm with you, I think if if the charter schools work for some people, especially if they're focused on certain things and that's totally great, but Minnesota is, is actually the place where charter schools. were. I know for a fact that Minnesota was the place where charter schools were invented and I've seen, um, four or five different charter schools, like in the neighborhood where I grew up, I've gone, I've like popped up two years later out of business. Another one pops up a year later, two years <laughs> out of business. And it's literally like, it's because, um, because the way the system is set up is like where kids get you, schools get money based on the number of children who are enrolled there, yes. right? So, if people are moving out of the city formula, um, or, or taking their kids out of the city public school system and sending them to say a Hill Murray in the Minnesota example here, or um, a Tatino Grace or whatever. Um, you're taking money out of the, the public school system, um, and then giving it to a lot of like places, a lot of those public. Or private um, schools, especially in the metro area here, have a lot of money already from um, their, their their church affiliations, things like that. Um, yeah. So you you're you're adding you're basically just you're, you're you know you're trying to fight fire with like gasoline, right? It's like it's not going to work. You're just going to keep exacerbating the problem um, of the you know schools being under and severely funded. I don't know about you, man, but I got and I'll be done after this. Um, the list of things that my kid needed for pre-k it's basically all the like it was a a long ass list of things and i was like yeah it's like all the supplies and yeah yeah. for all for all the kids buy a bunch of stuff and not that we you know we can afford it we love yeah yeah. like like kleenexes for
1: the classroom and like just all sorts of stuff you need yeah
0: we never would we never bought for no, for no. you brought like, pens you and
1: markers and like things for yourself yeah. and notebooks but not like and, and, uh, all the like, things you bring now right yeah, yeah. and you have like to come that, with like, a have, little
0: trolley full of shit now I have no problem like doing that and we are we're lucky enough to live in a, in a pretty diverse neighborhood and so he goes to class with a, it's a very diverse school and everything and, and we're happy that you know if we can pay bring in a little more to help cover other kids like that's fucking great we're willing to do that because we want to have Ragnar have mm-hmm. the the experience that he's having with the kids that you know he they, he sees other kids that don't look just like him growing up right that he sees a bunch of different diversity and things like that but it's just yep. insane that 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 is what the expectation is nowadays and that and i can't you know like the other thing too is like i can't imagine the parents who can't afford to do that or need to say like i can't we can't do that like how devastating and how like frustrating that must be for them too so i give it up man see people anybody who's teaching Especially, well, you uh, just gotta we,
1: homeschool them in Florida, and then just keep their learning supplies to a minimum. Get yourself yeah. a six fifty-five inch TV there's and a fucking that, that, that snorkeling goggle, You know, some snorkels and a, fucking.
0: There's a whole homeschool racket too that I that I can <laughs> we can spend hours talking about as well. But we should maybe move on and end with a, a somewhat lighter note here because <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. dark fast. So. Definitely,
1: definitely. So, anyways, a great show um, out of uh, out of our friends in England, Wagwan. Um, it is Top Boy, isn't it? And uh, it's um, it's been a good show. They've kind of dragged it out over the years. They've had a couple spinoffs. Like, all of a sudden, I've noticed on Netflix, like, oh, it's Top Boy, Summer House, or like these little, and so this, like, kind of the main one has three seasons, but there's at least one season of spinoff, and I think even two. So there's like five seasons worth of show, and it's really good. Like, it's hard to, say... I hate to, like, compare it to The Wire, because it's like, oh, you're just kind of saying another, like, black, like gangster show but i mean it but it's hard it's kind of like when you compare wide receivers like a lot of times you compare like the white speedy wide receiver to the other white speedy receiver because it's just like the easiest thing to do i mean there are differences though it's not as political and as much of like a deep story as the wire is but what it does have is like great characters um like the the boss people um you know from the early seasons eventually like get knocked off and then you get introduced to the younger ones and they really do a good job. The, it feels very authentic. The camera work is great. Um, the, the visually it's really nice. The, the acting is, is really solid. Um, yeah, it's a great lingo. Like, um, all of this, it's just, it's weird. we like, it's, I'm just seeing, um, just like different, like the London vibe of it is really cool. Just, uh, what's the big, like, carousel thing that goes around uh the
0: the eye yeah yeah the eye just like yeah yeah
1: yeah, the the look there and everything is just cool and um i don't know it just after i watch that i just like have like the the english slang and i'm just like saying get the food bruv say less say less it's calm uh you owe us a lot of fucking peas blood you know and i just wagwan's my favorite i'll just like for like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks now, I'll probably just be saying "Wagwan" to people, but um, it's re- it's really solid. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's one of the better shows. I love I love like gangster shows. I like Sopranos is one of my like top five favorite shows. I'm you know Goodfellas is my favorite movie. I'm a sucker for gangster shows, and um, it's it's a really good one. And uh, with so- with us like being big English soccer fans, it's kind of interesting to see like more in depth of the. The nitty-gritty of of london so anyway i recommend it that this was the final it's just six episodes this is the final season and um they kind of had like a pretty like epic finish of you know they didn't they it was called like tying up all the loose ends and like they did so it's uh it wasn't they didn't like leave you hanging like the shit went down so it was cool cool. all right it's calm yeah check it out very good um All right. Should we do one more thing? Last thing. All right. Then we got to end it. Sure. All right. Let's go with, let's go with how many times have you run out of gas in your life?
0: (laughs) Uh, I have never run out of gas. Shut the front door. Nope. Listen, man, I, um, I've had cars explode on me, but I've never run out of gas um and so well done sir and not yeah it's i'm i've definitely been known to how is that even possible I've, I've definitely been known to play Lucy goosey with my uh with uh with my with my tank but they'll do the kramer I mean, and just like see how far you can go well yeah but they're it's weird i just i always knew I just, I generally had a pretty good idea about how big my, I always knew how big my gas tank was. And I generally had, a, I did pretty good. I actually like would before back in, you know, back before, and, like when I had my old, like 87 Thunderbird, like literally had a notebook about like when I put gas in, how much I put in and like my mileage so I could keep tracks. So, like I I always generally had a pretty good idea. And nowadays with cars, mm. like it tells you how many miles. And I, 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 I push it with that sometimes because I'm like, it yeah. says I only have you two. You know miles, that it's you I, know zero
1: is not zero, right? <laughs> I definitely
0: know I have at least Because uh, they know a, we're all playing that game. Here, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So i yeah. So i honestly, I've never, I've never, I've never wow. run out of gas. Wow. So, yeah, That's really good, man. So gauge, I think so.
1: I've run out, I can only remember three times. One time was not really my fault because my, my mom's van, the gas gauge was broken. And so mm-hmm. that one was tricky because you really had to keep track. And we were driving back from like Chicago. Everybody was late. Everybody's hungover. We're just like trying to make it back in time and did the calculations wrong or something. So, that one, we're just going to chalk it up as like fucking the gas gauge is broken or whatever. <laughs> the other two times were my fault. Once in college, I ran out of gas and I totally just missed it that I was on E. And I can't remember if I was going up the hill or down the hill from my fraternity, but the car just kind of like ju- jumped and like jolted forward. And I thought, I dropped my transmission, right? I'd never, I just had heard that term, like you drop your transmission. And it seemed like something dropped out of the car. And my dad was like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. So I take it to the, to the local, um, body shop place or whatever, the garage, you know, nice, nice Western Massachusetts guy. And, um, he's like, you know, I looked at everything, like everything seemed to like check out. And he's like, I noticed that you were on E. So I just put like, like a couple gallons of gas in it and it started up right like right up like you just ran out of gas and i was like
0: oh my god like i had to have
1: my car towed out to this guy's place so i'm just like oh man like like what do i owe you like i'm i'm so sorry he's like you owe me like five bucks for the gas bud and i was just like He, he took he took pity on this young stupid uh college student so that was nice yeah, and then
0: college he, kid with a minnesota accent like you know I yeah swear, so we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll nice he probably
1: him. thought i was just like a complete idiot which i was some, and then the other time i was on um <laughs> yeah i was on either 494 or 62 in like edina and it was a horrible snowstorm and so i was trying to get home i just i didn't want to stop it was like near like whiteout conditions like super cold and i was just like oh my god like i have to get home and i wasn't too far from home i lived in eden prairie and i was like in edina so i'm like five miles away right and boom i fucking run out and i pulled off the highway and i got stuck on like off ramp, like it it was maybe like 62 going on to Tracy or something like that. And I'm on the off ramp, but I'm like, I'm like off to the side. Like there was a little bit enough room where like other cars could get by me, but like, I'm clearly in the way and pretty quick. And I was like, oh my God, like it was like a super freezing cold day. Like one of those like minus 20 degree days. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to like get someplace really quickly. (laughs) Or like, I mean, I'm in the suburbs, so it's not bad, but I'm just like, oh like this is going to be a terrible walk you know yeah and uh then right away um like a a state highway like kind of little truck with like the blue and yellow lights comes yeah, up the helper, the helper and he's truck. just yeah. yeah and he's just like you can't like stop here or whatever and i'm like i ran out of gas and he's like um you know it's um it's illegal to run out of gas on the highway or whatever and i was like okay like are you a cop it's, it's or like you're gonna, you gonna call the cops on me in the middle of the fucking snowstorm like what you know so then he's like okay I, I i've got i've got gas in my in my truck or whatever and he went and like gave me some and he was like oh be more careful and i was like Oh, okay so anyways um
0: yeah don't you know this is
1: illegal <laughs> oh man First, jaywalking. Now I've run out of gas on the highway. Yeah, but um oh man, I have I have so many stories. We'll have to talk about some of the like home improvement and just other car blunders. Like I've had, I one time, like I'm so non mechanically inclined. One time I did it. I thought I did such a good job. I like washed and waxed my car all nice, and I was like to my dad. I was kind of like it was kind of weird when I was like waxing my car. It seems like there's like these swirls in it now or whatever. And he's like. Well, what did you use? And I'm like, I used the, the turtle wax uh, turtle wax that you had. And he goes, I, I don't have any turtle wax. He goes, did you did you wash your car with rubbing compound? And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, yeah. This is to take out scratches. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I just I'm not good with like mechanical things so anyway
0: that is clear clear and obvious uh yeah yeah it was a good
1: thing it was a cheap ford escort so you know it it wasn't like it was on yeah 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 it had like a lawnmower engine in it but yeah i've got some i've got some pretty good home improvement stories i've had people fall through my ceiling and all all sorts of fun stuff so we'll have to have a
0: Save it for the home project. improvement
1: disaster episode <laughs> all right man have a good night i'm gonna get this up tonight so folks can listen to our preview before the gopher game and uh good luck with your your squad in the morning
0: yeah thank you um yeah hopefully they beat the
1: and the football. loons tomorrow night
0: yeah loons tomorrow night saturday night so if you're if you're at the loons game you see me say hey so Awesome. Yeah, I was
1: looking at it. Tickets were like twenty-five bucks today. I was kinda of like, ah, it's not bad, you know.
0: No. I had a lot of all. fun
1: last week, as you know, so
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So cool. All right, man. Have cool, a man, have a line. Have a, have a night. good night. And if they like everybody let me make it say oh, her now hold your hands in the hay here, and wave them like it's just okay. And if they like fishing greens and out the pimpshit, everybody let me make it say.